0: What's going on, everybody? Welcome to another episode of Hollywood Already Did It, your weekly movie podcast about movies that have been remade, rebooted, sequelized, or otherwise not new. Of course, I am your host, Blake Schultz, and with me today is Zane Guzelbi. Hello! And we are here to talk about the uh, second... In a two-part series.
1: Oh, I wouldn't say that, Blake. This is the second chapter in what could be a very, very long, expansive Warner Brothers book that we're just not aware of yet.
0: No. This is hopefully... Have you seen the Fantastic Beast films? (sighs) Yes, those weren't based off of one very long novel.
1: It was based on one substantially shorter book in a film. Mr. Skarsgård today was reported as saying that they have many ideas for a chapter three and that we should just kind of, you know, be prepared for it.
0: Well, God damn it. Anyways, we're talking about It Chapter Two, a film that has no regard for proper grammar in its title. Well, I mean, it colon chapter two. No, no. It Chapter Two.
1: It Chapter Two.
0: The sequel to the first movie, the adaptation of the very long book by one Stephen King. About a clown who likes boys and girls.
1: Well, well, (laughs) And adults sometimes. You know, it's funny you should say that because the first chapter is that. It's that. It's about this killer clown that loves children. It's the back half of this book that I really thought they were just going to throw out going into it, which becomes so metaphysical and just so heady and large that, you know, (laughs) to just even tackle the idea of the deadlights, I thought was incredible. Because when we, you see them flashed inside of Pennywise's mouth at the end of chapter one, and, and I was just like, oh, this might just be a thing that's in the background. But as Mike, who, you know, went off into the wilderness and drank some, high, high, uh, some, some crazy shit, not even ayahuasca, just, just real crazy shit tea, and he was able to see exactly what these uh, Native Americans had tried to do when they encounter this being, which apparently has been on Earth for millions and millions of years. Right. And that's that's just scratching the surface of it for the book. For the most part, that's that's the movie. I don't think that that's a spoiler. Is that a huge spoiler?
0: I mean, it's the film.
1: It's, I mean, sure, sure. <laughs> just let them know before they click on Look, this. Look, it made
0: uh, $91 million this weekend, so I guess the it, odds are you saw it. <laughs>
1: I just kind of knew what it was going to be. Like, you just, you just, there's just no other way to explain it or really do it. Well, they
0: took all of the parts of the book that kind of make the book without the expansion of Stephen King's various multiverses work, right? You had to have some sort of who is Pennywise and why is he here. You you don't have to. We, we kind to. of only get like
1: a third of that. Yeah. Which I think this is what they're, they're chapter three leaning into, like just exactly what Pennywise did at the circus or how this man came in contact with the shapeshifter being, or whatever. I right.
0: I mean, they could now just do this through the ages. We could go back to the 50s, the 60s, the 70s. But you could do Every this forever, years, right? Yeah, yeah you, only so
1: many cycles, but you're right. You're right.
0: Like It wouldn't be that hard to just be like, it's a clown and it fucks up people sometimes. Uh, but you liked the movie overall? How did you well, feel about I don't it? I know.
1: We went and saw this a couple of days ago, and I've just been uh, kind of thinking about it, but not in, like, an exciting, like, oh, and then every day I think about something new because as I suddenly walked out, there are enough dumb moments that are peppered throughout the movie which just annoyed the piss out of me to to a substantial degree where I should have been able to, like, leave it alone. But much like Andy couldn't leave alone, like, the the editor, I just felt that there wasn't anyone on set to be like, no, that's, that's just a step too far. And there's even, you know... You, I, I will be honest here and, and, and just say that I've, it's of the Stephen King books. I've not read it. It's quite a large it's, task. It's a lot. I start, I've start. i started it a few times, but can never really get through it. Um, I've seen the miniseries, which I'm not really a fan of, though I love Tim Curry's performance. It's very slow. Yeah, I mean, but this book is also like just has its moments where you really thought the film adaptation can like really harvest the best moments and make something that moved. I, I kind of like the same way that a lot of Crichton novels are made. Right. You never ever really see four fifths of his books in those movies. They take what is pertinent enough right. and, and kind of package it
0: slick. Well, that's the Jurassic Park thing. It's just a different story sure. from the book to the movie.
1: And so this is this is a lot larger, but like here's what I feel didn't need to happen in this movie, okay? All of the scenes with the kids, as much as I love those kids, did not really need to be in the movie. The kids had their own film. This whole book is about adult Mike staying in Derry because he has no other options and being left with the memories while everyone that went away, they just forgot about it. Whether that's the magical allure that it has, if it's something that is deeper in Derry, whatever. This is Mike's story. And as you said, these these producers, they do Mike, the character Mike, so dirty both times. Yeah. We don't see him going after his... uh, his horcrux, or whatever the fuck it is. They, you don't see, he sets it up, but then he just kind of falls by the wayside to let the bigger names in the movie kind of like really fill up the runtime unnecessarily. Right. And I, I keep seeing so many reviews that are like, it is just so long, and I love to champion a three hour movie when you earn it. Like, Endgame, to me as a Marvel fan, earned it. This was just like, again, there wasn't someone there to be like, no, no, no. Like, let's stay on track here.
0: It would have been really easy to get 30 minutes out of this movie that I don't think you need. That's Because I'm in very much the same boat you are, where I'm like, man, I walked out of that movie and I really liked it. And that is because on the roller coaster ride of a movie, I will forgive your average parts to bad parts of your movie if the ending is great and the last 30 minutes of this movie when they're fighting pennywise and they're adults and they figured it all out and their performance I was like what this is all great. Good dialogue, good twists, good emotional stakes, the CGI is on point but then like You're you talking said, about the first one. The end of this one. The end of this one. Yeah, okay. like the last 30 minutes. Basement down to the well forward. Got it. I'm in. And then I get up and I'm like wow. Then like Pennywise himself, I have forgotten about the trauma that was the 45 minutes of let's go get the thing. This movie devolves not just into a like, let's go get the MacGuffin and go.
1: It's seven of them. Yeah, but you um, don't... don't even see the majority of them right. just linger on the big stars again, because James McAvoy is in your film. We now have to give him these scenes. Again, I haven't read the book, but I have done a little bit of my due diligence before coming on this podcast. And so I know what the bigger variations are, which I consider those to be more spoilers than anything else. Right. Um, and I didn't necessarily mind them. It was also the other moments in the movie that I, I thought were completely jarring and out of nowhere that are actually in the book. Uh, yeah. La, hence the the gay bashing, beating, and then almost drowning in the opening to like start it, and that's the problem with this movie is part two. It had like three false starts to me where it just couldn't get its yeah. bearings and and start running. And it, it's you know we're we're seeing the scene from the end of the first one, but now it's extended and like so we're we're seeing them talk a little bit more about it. And I don't know, I just didn't know like how to grab hold of it. Also seeing Pennywise like. Eat, bite into a thirty-year-old gay man. Right, kind of goes against everything I've seen in the first one. You were the one that had to be like, "Well, look, it was. You know, it's been twenty-seven years, and he lost to those kids. Well, so and he's even to eat anything.
0: even in the book, it is children and adults go missing, but the children is so much more because the kids are easier to scare, so they're weaker. So the reason that that scene is in the book is to be like it's homophobic and the gay bashing and this guy is now also afraid. Came out
1: in the and, middle of the 80s, so like, yeah. it makes sense in the context of the time that it was going on and just everything else. Right. Which, I mean, their past, when the kids are in it, it's the 50s, correct? Right. And, and yeah, that's yeah, yeah. The, they've just you know changed that slight variation too, to just kind of adjust. Which I'm way.
0: glad that scene is in there, but it is a pretty nutty way to kick off it's, a movie. It's also like
1: I tell you, there's a hundred ways to do it. That was the wrong way in my yeah. opinion. Like, I understand that, like, people are awful and will do this to you know someone that they find you know their their lifestyle is uncomfortable but at the same time too it was like what point were we serving to like beat this guy up have his lover witness it and then just have it come and take a bite out of him just well
0: and that's kind of the problem is i believe that this scene is so much earlier in the book because they're cutting up the past and the present right so to show it there is this kind of introduction to Pennywise. And then you later learn like, oh, well, you know, it's da-da-da-da-da. But since we've had a part one that was like so kid-focused and they never really bothered to tell you, are the parents aware of it? They're just creepy. They- the whole right. movie,
1: they're just creepy and they're side-eyeing everything.
0: But And you can like you can do the due diligence Even- of going, well, there's a curfew at 7, so everyone's aware to not be out past 7. Well, because these kids and- are missing. Like, right. because
1: this is, like, it's in the but wrap it's, of all of that.
0: Yeah, but I think, like, the step deeper is everyone knows that that's when he's
1: out. You also made another point when we were talking about this earlier where you're like, well, that's why Eddie's mom keeps him inside. And I'm like, I don't know that. She never fucking yeah. says anything like that. She just gives him pills to make him think he's sick and weaker than he really is to control him because... That's kind of like that's going to be the female characters in Eddie's lives. You know, we get a glimpse of his wife, which I love that they cast the same actress. I thought that was that
0: was a very very good move.
1: Great move, right? We're just going to start stacking up good against bad, and that's just how I feel about the movie. Well,
0: it's a perfectly. Fine movie It's getting mostly like Sevens right now And I'm like If I gave numbers
1: It is really good There's a lot yeah. of shit Out there in a horror That comes out every day God bless those Independent filmmakers That and want to do something And be successful financially
0: There's more good In a movie than bad But I think whenever There's a movie That has those It's like a mole on a face <laughs> And I could sit here and be like, wow, 90% of your face is flawless. Just, can
1: we get you in to see someone? They just... You know what I... It's like, you
0: know, around. I mean, I've got a mole on my look, neck. It's top, the first thing I see in the, at the morning. Look the size of the
1: one that was on Tom Holland's chin. Did that thing stay around? No. no, no, no. You become Spider-Man and they give you the best doctor in the world. Not just Beverly Hills, not just London. A lot of people in don't know world. this. He's going to
0: have that mole back now that he's with Sony only. Well, that's that was Disney money. That's how they're going
1: to differentiate the different universes of this kind of multiverse of right. Parker. Right. But back, but, back, but to back, to the, this, back to this clown this multiverse. scene, right? <laughs> this,
0: oh, man that gets into some. I can't believe nobody like I, my last sidebar. It kind of surprises me in a world of shared universes and connect everything that no one's been like let's fucking go for this and connect all these Stephen King things like in the books. And we'll have the deadlights and the dark tower and the deadlights in Pennywise and Pennywise and
1: Christine and, yeah. and the shining the overlook hotel. And yeah. there's all of these things There's the shining ability on its own. I, I mean, I love it. And, and if anything, this is a really good Stephen King movie. Oh yeah. Because you can tell when that guy is like high on Coke, when he's drunk You know, when things are just kind of going a little crazy. And sometimes it works to, like, whatever he's doing in the moment. But I feel like Andy loved this book so much that he wasn't willing to let go. He maybe add a little bit, but it's like, no, it has to be like this. And it's like, I bet if Stephen King was here, which you did have him on set at one point, another great cameo. You know, just just reel it back just half a bit. I want to go find this, the Paul Bunyan statue attacks Richie and just see like, oh. how pivotal that is in a book, because you're talking about really great CGI in the, at the end of this movie, which there is a lot it of is CGI trash get there. throughout the rest. And it's like, like what, did we have to like cut and lock this print a week before the fucking premiere came out? Guys, you guys made more money than God, you had more time than you needed, and it looked lazy at times. It looked like shit. It, looked it like,
0: mostly looked bad. It looked
1: like more of the CGI from scary stories to tell in the dark was yeah. complete. Yeah, at times that one also had its own problems, but even went into like using the practical. That's that's where because ultimately, like with the first film and this one, the moments where it's like, and now it's time to be scary, they introduce a what's like a, a just like a a, text a normal
0: cartoon. thing to be yeah, and then like, it twists. Like the old woman, the yeah.
1: scariest thing that ever fucking scared me in a horror movie was the decrepit old woman that got out of the bathtub in The Shining. And in this trailer, when we see Jessica Chastain talking to this old woman and her rummaging around in the back naked, I'm like, she's going to attack her. And it's just going to be an old woman that just looks all scabby and nasty. Instead, it turns into, like, a 3D old Walt Disney cartoon. That type of, like, look at at what we're doing here doesn't scare me. It's cartoonish.
0: Or even, like, and this movie also we could have scaled back the comedy in it a lot too. But there's another scene later in the movie where they repeat the like not scary at all, very scary, scary doors. The three doors. And they right. open up the the very scary one and there's a big jump scare. And then they open up the like, well, we'll do the very scary one instead. And it's a, pom- it's a Pomeranian, Pomeranian dog. dog. And the joke that Bill Hader made was like, he's gonna look. I'm gonna it. fucking fall for it. Was his true form gonna be some Pomeranian dog? I would have laughed so much harder if you'd just be like, I'm not falling for that, and close the door. But we have to have this... Dog turn into a decrepit skeleton
1: monster that lunges at them and looks like, yet again, another Nicktoon cartoon yeah. that's not real It looks real like a 3D
0: weasel from Who Framed Roger Rabbit yes, in 3D. Maybe
1: it scared the children whose neglectful parents let them watch this. But uh, I'm like, you, you, you get to do this moment. It can be bloody... It can be really horrifying, shocking. It could be a flash cut of something that's just really depraved. And we're just making these, like, Dr. Seuss-esque fantastical creatures that look poorly CGI'd. Right. And just move weird for the sake of looking spooky, but it doesn't do shit for me. It, it really takes me out of it. I'd rather have it be something, have it be like Sarsgaard putting his makeup on and ripping the yeah, scars Yeah, that was great. Incredible. Scared the living shit out of me for just a brief second. But, but you also touched on it, too. The first movie had a lot of humor in it. But when the serious moments were happening, they knew to leave it serious. This one gets into the, look, they love the humor. So after a character gets a knife in the mouth and then takes that knife out and stabs the, like, a, a, a character attacking him with it, he's going to crack a joke. No, no, no. He's going to be in horrific pain and scrambling to get out of there. You're kind of missing the mark. You didn't have anyone there to pull you back.
0: Right. So I'm going to go all the way back to that gay scene we were talking about. Ugh, I'm over. I don't want to talk about it. I know, but we anymore. didn't wrap up our point, and we can't just spitball scenes or our listeners will get lost. Oh, I guess. We get that note often when we just ramble. <laughs> uh, but that scene doesn't add anything to what Pennywise is doing. because, he's just back. Right. There's no, like, well, now he's attacking these people for this reason, and the rules are different, and ba 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 ba. They just, and that becomes kind of the problem with all of these issues. These seven, whatever the totems. Totems. Don't add anything to the characters. We don't learn anything new about Pennywise. Some of these things they're connected to are just random items right, from this
1: we movie. We had to make up in part two because we forgot this is how we were going to do the movie. We didn't plan right. it beforehand. And then, and then even then, it's like, okay. And it is sure.
0: misbalanced. We spend like 10 minutes chasing. Ben around the school and then, like, 30 seconds on somebody else. And it's like, well, we don't need to see Pennywise chase him around as a kid when I know he's fine.
1: The other thing is, these events are happening in kind of, like, a short time frame where... It's almost like, can, Pen- can Pennywise, like, be in multiple places at once?
0: Well, that was my other confusing part when they were like, we weren't together all summer, and then we went to go find out all of these, like, short stories they had, but the first movie made it seem like he punched Richie in the face, and in, like, a few hours, we were all back to, like, he got Beverly, let's go. Yeah. Was that
1: was there a week of time that... <laughs> it's, it's kind of made unclear. And, and of course, everyone's like, "Well, just wait. Let him have his six-hour release, and no. you all can go have that because <laughs> I, I, I'm, I, think I'm good." Yeah, it's one of the better Stephen King adaptations.
0: Oh yeah, I the mean, some of these incredible are very bad adaptations that exist.
1: But yeah, exactly. That's what I'm talking about.
0: But yeah, there's stuff that we like in this movie. Sure. The acting. Bill Hader Hader Hader. steals the whole show. It's so
1: unoriginal to be like, oh, he was so good in this now because it's all anyone's talking about. And I was really going in to be like, okay, whatever, let's go see Bill Hader be great. And I was like, man, he was fucking
0: great. Well, that was the thing is we kept watching it almost like with my arms crossed. Like, we'll see. Everyone's saying how good Bill Hader is, but he's just being Bill Hader. And then you get to like that last few scenes with him and you're like, oh my God.
1: Yeah, it's like he's going to be in everything now and I'm not upset by it. Oh, that's fine. It was, I mean, like, I haven't really Wrap up the next it. season of Barry, right. take the show and off, and let yeah. him be a movie star. Yeah. Jessica Chastain and, and McAvoy, like, they've been a big thing. Some of them successful, some of them not, as of recent. But right. they were all pulling their own weight for as big of stars as they were. I felt like they had enough screen time. Yeah. Even some of the more, we cast this actor for how well it represents the kid. Like, they were all A-class in my book. I was like, no one was yeah. like, oh, I had to cast this dits but it's like, oh, but he looks exactly like the kid. It's, they didn't have to do that. Right.
0: And you said something after we saw the movie that I liked a lot where... A lot of people are like, well, they don't have very good chemistry. And you were like, well, they have been separated.
1: For 27 years. For 27 years. years. And if the magic is working as Pennywise wants it to be, they don't have any fond memories of each other. They don't have any memories it, of each it, other. It really is in the Oriental restaurant. Well, the Oriental restaurant. Well, Jesus Christ, listen to me. The Chinese restaurant. Whatever it is. <laughs> it's so stereotypical when you see this, like, outline. Oh, it's. You think it's like it's the Jade Dragon Gardens or and something. And it
0: looks very, like, an 80s restaurant. Yeah, and I was yeah, like, yeah. but now we're in 2019. Screen. Right.
1: Which I'm sure they have those like in the Midwest. Yeah. You know, up in in Dairy Maine, it's like, of course you could find a Chinese restaurant anywhere that's American Chinese food. Right. Uh, it, it was this like they had to work to kind of get that collective memory back. And I, I remember that's kind of how it was in the miniseries and the parts of the book that I did read because like right. you said it is cut together so frequently like you know the past the present everything so forth um, and that was
0: one of the things i liked that they did with that where i think in the book and in the miniseries it is just like it's magic of dairy and pennywise is dairy and dairy is everything and when you leave you almost forget that it completely exists at all and this movie made it more kind of like well, maybe it is just the trauma, and they've like blocked it out. Like when they leave, there's a few lines of, "Oh, well, now I can remember more." Like, why is that? And they're like, "Well, either we defeated it, or now we want to remember this." So I was like, "Oh, I like that." There's growth behind that change. Now it isn't just like, "Well, the magic is gone." Right.
1: Yeah. And the spooky or, man. Or you know, like even like you, you to uh, your credit, you're like, it's it's really kind of baity to be like, "Oh, Beverly's seen how we all have how we're all gonna die." But then we don't, we're but then we don't do anything. She's not going to say anything. She just happens to know how one of the characters, see, there we go, I won't say that, who kills themselves and is choosing to take themselves off the board, so to speak, when they get that call, it's like, in the bathtub? And they're like, how did you know? And she's like, I've seen how we've all died. And I'm like, okay, that's cool, but... But how? Now just tell us, especially if the magic has ended and now it's like, it doesn't matter that just could have been really cool scenes to see older versions of them dying at you know different points or, or yeah. like not showing certain ones because, you know, maybe this future interaction with Pennywise, we're not all gonna walk away from it. So right. there was a lot they could have done to heighten the stakes and even do a little like, I wouldn't say fan fiction, but like a little bit more character service. Yeah. You know, because I felt like you're right, there were just so many people there doing so many things that we, we robbed a couple of them and, and almost didn't need them to be there.
0: Yeah, like Mike... And here's my totem. I've oh, had it oh, forever. Oh, hey, Mike.
1: You were gone for 45 minutes there, but good, good. You had your little adventure. You've been or here the whole like, time and at the backbone of this mission, but good, you've got your bloody rock. Good, good, <laughs> great.
0: Other characters that we could have done more with or just cut out the whatever the bully, whose name I've already forgotten. Oh, and he, yeah. He I shows th- up twice and it's kind of interesting, and then we just wipe him out, and I was like, well, we didn't really...
1: No, do and, anything and, and that was one thing that was like, it was another scene that was at the start of this movie was him surviving the fall from the first chapter and him walking back into town and the police being there where he's already killed his father yeah. and them arresting him. They've ar- It seemed like they already had that footage. That is really like how you just... You put that at the end of chapter one. And right. then you know that he's alive and he's locked up. And a he may come back. But this was like, oh, now we're going back to do this. And now he's alive and...
0: There was a lot of previously on moments that weren't in the first movie. Which makes me
1: think that they'll be cut out and just put in the original moments where they should have happened in this longer cut.
0: I imagine that's what it is, right? That that's yeah. this like super six hour cut. Because you're
1: right. We watch like three scenes of like previously on chapter one and it's like, we, I just watched this last night. Like <laughs> I, I did the fucking homework and now here I am getting cliff notes before the test.
0: I mean, you might as well just do a Star Wars opening and give me a crawl and be like, it's been 27 years and if you may remember, I would have and, preferred and now, that. And now
1: we had to digitally re-age uh, Finn a wolf heart. We're gonna make him look like a cake, just with perfect frosting. And his little perfect childlike cheekbones and glasses. I'm yeah. Like, he is a CGI character sitting around real children at one point. It's, it's it's jarring.
0: It's really a shame when you can walk out of a lot of Disney movies and be like, look at this de-aging technology. And then you get somewhere else and you're like, oh, oh no, they did they not. They
1: the knockoff company, <laughs> clearly. They
0: did not get four, four hey, billion dollar movies. Let's movie.
1: just cut this scene off because we gave young Richie a whole fucking movie.
0: That's where I keep going back to. i like, I didn't need to see the kids till so the they ending.
1: Could, like, the only reason they have the fucking scene is so they can establish that they had some cool underground clubhouse that will later be fit into a nightmare oh. that looks cool cinematically but does nothing for this. Yeah, Nothing. They also wedge in one totem because they didn't know how to take care of the dead character. Right. It was like, what the fuck is this? This shower cat. Now look, I can, again, I plead ignorance. I didn't read the book. If you're telling me that this is exactly how it was in the book, Although well, maybe it wasn't that great to begin with. I was going to say, maybe I'll maybe argue... we're all a little high on clowns and Tim Curry to think that this is the greatest thing. But studios don't do big-budget horror like this anymore. When we get it, it has to be almost bootleg off of Redbox. Right. And the story and the actors are never there. We're getting some of the best actors working in a high-budget movie with, with... Like, they're really fucking throwing money at it. They th- should have thrown a little bit more or done a little bit less, but we're not going to get anything like this except from this company... One more time, we'll get Doctor Sleep at the end of the year. I'm not going to rope in the Joker. That is now like the new Godfather. Apparently, I haven't seen it, but we're all about to have our heads blown off.
0: Um, well, hopefully not. I mean,
1: oh <laughs> God! What a, why? I didn't mean it like that. God, what an age we live in. I know, but but it's a, it's cool to see that horror saving and keeping one of the oldest studios in this town alive. I mean, if it right. wasn't for La Lorana... And uh, the other Annabelle 3 that came out, this, Dr. Sleep. And again, I'll say the Joker, but if we don't want to, that's fine. It doesn't really matter. Eh, that's where the it money will be horrifying. is coming from. Right, and it will be rated R because right. of it. it's gory and it's grisly. It's like they, they kind of know what they're doing.
0: Well, and it is also nice for like...
1: In some areas. Right. <laughs> Not everywhere.
0: As big as Disney is getting and everyone's like, well, it's too big now and we won't get movies like ba-ba-ba-ba-ba. Here is a studio making you the R-rated movies that you're asking Disney to make while also not wanting Disney to have as much, so I guess go see the other studio's R-rated
1: movies? Is that why Juice Newton's song was in this fucking movie, because it was in Deadpool? Is that the only reason we get I have nine not... seconds of this song out of nowhere when Eddie's getting vomited on? This it... has been
0: bothering me ever since we saw the movie, and if I could sit down in a room with Andy Muschietti and ask him one question, it would be, why is that song there for that small amount of time? But-
1: they had to pay a lot of money to have, though, that five seconds. bizarre. Song. And it does nothing. It's not a callback. It's not the character's favorite song. It doesn't enhance the moment. It is a total... You're just sitting there like a dog with a cocked head going... Whoa.
0: Yeah. What happened? I was almost wondering if he felt the scene was boring. and was like, do something weird to get the then audience back. The
1: fucking scene out! They, that was oh. another
0: long walk to his That was another to, one to be totem. like, here's
1: a scene that you didn't know Eddie had... That is super long. And now adult Eddie has had to go back because his totem is an inhaler and it's not a stash inhaler. I think the reality
0: is is that the back half of the It story is just go kill the clown and they want to pat it out. I think the book wanted to pat it out. I think the miniseries wanted to pat it out and this does. The story is the kids and the adults is just your return of the Jedi. All we
1: have to do is go kill the fucking guy. Go kill the fucking guy. That's the worst part of the miniseries. Because it turns out that the totems don't matter. No. Well, they might have if they were able to capture it the first time. They don't they matter don't. to this story. Yeah, they really don't. Or these chari- some of these characters. Like it's just like, Turns it's out just we could have just bullied object.
0: Pennywise to death.
1: Right. <laughs> they did not think to do that sooner. I, I, I have no like clever, oh, but remember this line of dialogue because it, it's all just kind of stapled together.
0: Which, to be fair, you'd think that that would have kicked in in the first movie because all Billy does is be like, he's not real. None of it's real right. and none of it matters. You'd think that that would have... But
1: I'll, I'll tell you though, in. this whole like relying on this old ceremony and this this drum that we're gonna catch them in, and then that reveal spoiler at the end where Pennywise like you didn't tell them the whole tale, did you, Mike? Great. And I was like, oh my god, you've been fucking, you let us down here, and you were lying to us, and that's what this scrape side is. And I was like, again, there was enough of like you said, uh, they stuck the landing. Yeah. They just, like, lose form gliding through the the air. In the middle. They just look like a wet noodle, but then they stick that landing. And it's a shame that the only thing we're talking about is longer cuts of this movie instead of a more condensed... How about a four-hour cut of both movies? I would be okay Not six, with that. four we do two and two, and that way we, we take out all of these unnecessary bridging scenes because again, we're just watching one movie, Yep. maybe re-edit it and have it be like, you know, the, that's what uh, I imagine the super cut
0: will be is okay. them cutting in because there were some need to be six hours. it doesn't. there were some like also awkward edits where I was like, oh, this is to go back to the kids, yeah. And instead you're just, just... to go back. Yeah. So like no this, other purpose is served. This yet. cut exists here because in your, like, master cuts, this is where we'll go back in time. But that's going to really mess up your first movie, right. which didn't have awkward cuts to allow it to come back. So we're going to do a lot of fade-ins and outs. We're going to start doing some side well, wipes like old George it's Lucas. It's funny
1: because I don't think I was on here for the first episode podcast. No. It was just you and Terrence. When you guys Me,
0: Terrence, it. Adam, and Andres.
1: That's right. It was all four of you. I remember listening to it and I I just agreed with so much of it because I was like, well, we'll have to wait and see this part two. But yeah, it was really funny and not as scary as I wanted it to be. And kind of like all over the place at times. And I would have taken out this rock fighting scene and the blood in the bathroom. We have to clean this up montage. And now like it too, chapter two is guilty of all of the same things. Yeah, I guess just because I was prepared to be like, well, that's what it's going to be. I just dropped the bar a lot lower. It doesn't well, the first, it, and I, I think it's totally just
0: off. The first one, and I want to bring this up more when we were talking about the box office, but the marketing for the first one, because it did less money, uh, the marketing machine for that first movie was like 45 times what the marketing yeah. was for this one. We had haunted houses, we had audience reactions, we had red balloons everywhere. We had articles just about the balloons of popping buses,
1: up. Bus ads that just had Georgie in the rain yeah. and like the the just the iconic clown in the sewer, and like not even you didn't even and see
0: just his like, face. Very like modern types of advertising techniques. Everything was interactive. Everything was social. Everything was sharing. You had a haunted house Do at Comic Con. Remember they made that sixteen
1: bit game that you like? Yeah, the sewers. So that was like a bonus thing on their
0: site. Yeah, like it just was firing on all cylinders. Like part of the reason it was that big was because you couldn't look left without running into a clown on <coughs> Hollywood Boulevard really for two to- months. They- before they really its release, their
1: money this time around because they just did a third, a fourth. I think they, they
0: just sat on the laurels <laughs> of it. it was the h- highest grossing opening, highest opening for an R-rated horror movie ever. It still is.
1: Yeah. But this is,
0: I think, second or third. I haven't looked. It's
1: second. The Nun is now right behind it. Still wild. Nuts. I mean, in the last five years, that this is, it's clearly emerging that we can do big R-rated horror people. people
0: yeah, show up with for like a it. superhero level budget and. Almost more of an adventure yeah. tone. Yeah, you can really kind of build in. But I think that's part of the challenge of adapting such a big book. Because oh, yeah. we've now done this twice. And the uh, first are you re- time. Three,
1: two, 11, are you, oh, you're talking about the. It, the, not, the it, yeah,
0: we have now adapted it twice. The first time. What is it, five, six hours altogether? Yeah. Each miniseries episode was an hour that's long? That's
1: where a lot of Stephen King novels that are that big find a life are in these expanded, limited series. They're still doing them now on He Hulu. prefers
0: the Shining miniseries over the movie.
1: Which is, it's trash. Don't, Which don't go and seek it. He <laughs> bizarre. hates Stanley Kubrick and you should watch the original. But that's neither here nor there. You're right. Have you seen the miniseries all the way Oh, there?
0: yeah. For yeah. it?
1: Yeah, Yeah. 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 I remember kind of watching it on CBS when it was being broken up into parts and you could watch it and it was like edited. And trying to watch it uh, when the part, chapter one, had come out, I was like, I'm going to do this. Not even an hour. Not even an hour. And I'm just like, there's just no need for me to do this. It drags
0: and it gets really repetitive
1: how the book is at parts. Yep. And that's how this movie is at parts. And that's just kind of looking at the product. And I know some people are like, it doesn't bother me. I'm not bothered that, you know, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood is two hours and 47 minutes. To me, that flies. It's a slow death to a lot of other people. Well,
0: this also, and I know I've, we've spoken to the beginning before, and it is like a lot, but it didn't irk me like watching it i was like this is crazy and then we go to jessica chastain's abusive husband and then we go to the suicide scene and each of those scenes while it was like taking a minute to find it's james bad boy
1: jogging across the warner brothers right i'm a writer for films now
0: like all of these were oh god oh right a fucking ending like everyone in Derry has written a goddamn novel right yeah even when mike says it to him he says it to him like a mentor who's like good man, you finally figured out how to end a book. You know, like everyone can do. Yeah, everyone get talks the down fuck out, out of my face. Everyone
1: talks down to Bill and it's fucking, it's hilarious. It's, like, it's nutty.
0: It's so he much. He doesn't when get I,
1: anything except for a story in the end. And it's supposed to be like torture. a
0: joke since they changed the ending from this book and Stephen King's books sometimes don't have a great. Fine. We really got to bash it over the head though with 18 fucking times. You know,
1: I'll tell you though, I we've, we've already moved. We're well beyond spoiler territory now. <laughs> I would say so. I would say so. Um, I recently learned that this little bit was added. That uh, at the end of this movie, you see, uh, young Finn Wolfhart scratching something into a bridge, and then later Bill Hader goes back and like it had been painted over, but the scratch was still there, there, and he he, he re scratches it is, and it's his plus Eddie, is initial, and yeah. he's he's secretly still a closeted homosexual the pennywise knows this and like threatens him like oh, i know your biggest secret you know and it's it's so interesting yeah you know as they play on that i'm i'm a heavier fellow myself so all of the fat stuff like really got me and i just couldn't help but think i was like imagine if there are any like closeted guys in this theater right now this is their biggest fear And it's cool. They play on claustrophobia. They play being burned alive, drowning. Like, I don't know that the book takes it in such great depths, but, like, they kind of found everyone's fear and, like, twisted that screwdriver at it for a brief moment. Yeah. And that's fun when we're, like, we're going to get everyone will be afraid of at least something, especially if clowns isn't your thing.
0: That also does a good job of going back to uh, Richie in the first movie when they're like, "Well, what are you afraid of?" And he's like, oh, just clowns." Yeah. you are like, "Well, that's not very interesting." Right. they And like, oh it's, well, it was a lie. It
1: adds to Bill Hader's performance. Yeah. And it, it adds to their relationship, especially because the other character never really knows to some extent. Right. While we're in spoiler land, does, do you know if if Eddie uh, not Eddie um, what's his name or no it is Eddie Eddie uh, the one he has a crush on yes. Did he die in the book? Huh, give me two seconds. In the mini series, they all come together and defeat the spider right. in a very boring fashion. Right, and I know that no one dies there. Eddie literally has this moment in the film where he thinks he's won, and just this one of his because he's not even a full spider; he's half clown, one like third lobster, and one third or crab rather, and then another half like spider. And those fractions does. don't make sense. He does. Okay. He does. And it's great, because it's just like, they never talk about Richie's own sexuality in the book, other than a few lines of just like, and they always have that kind of like back and forth, you know, ah, oh, fuck your mom, and, and oh, you know, hi, I know you're gay, just like kind of that regular camaraderie. So it was kind of sweet in a way for them to end it the way that they do. I thought it was great. And and you know, Mike, he packed up his car, and, and Bev and Ben are just gonna go fuck on this boat while that dog watches. And Bill is still just... Left with a good ending now? Because let me tell you, that's not it's not that great of an ending. On the, on the page, it doesn't really work. You know? I know how I'm finishing my
0: book now. That's a trope I'm very tired of, is whenever there's a writer... Oh, the writer who solves anything? his own dilemma? Yeah, that is like, I know what I'm doing for my next
1: book! What about your troubled relationship with the wife we saw for one scene? Or the Peter Bogdanovich director cameo <laughs> where he's like, look kid, you suck, but the studio has to use you. Like, your story's not over. We're gonna have a lot of that guilt-ridden conflict in his own like." A career in It Chapter 3. Pennywise <sighs> is still alive and I filled. don't
0: want more. Be like The
1: Nutty Professor 2. <laughs> you haven't seen either of those, have
0: you? The Nutty Professor films? Yes. I've seen those. Oh, oh, that was
1: someone else I was talking about. <laughs>
0: yes. Yeah, it's interesting, because I think you touched on, though, a good part of, like, what is scary now? I feel like a lot of times when people review horror now, they're like, well, it's just not scary. The Halloween remake just wasn't scary. and Movies just aren't scary anymore. And I'm like, well... One, we're adults, and like Pennywise, he cannot eat adults because it is harder to scare them because they are adults. So I think—or, like, you heard it with Us and Get Out and all these other places, but you kind of touched on, like, well, now it isn't about the jump scares or, like, things like the ring that are just eerie. It's hitting these personal
1: You liked what beats. I said about Us. That, yeah. That was your biggest thing. Yeah. I was the first to be like, what— what a totally non-scary movie. And then my realization, like, if I woke up in the middle of the night and it was me with hollowed out eyes and a red jumpsuit about to kill me, I'd be terrified, especially if they knew what my next move was going to be.
0: Right. And that's always kind of the hard part, is now it's like, well, think about this situation.
1: Put yourself in it. If really try to Mike
0: Myers is up. walking through your... Anyone.
1: Always a man. scared me, dude. He doesn't move quick. He's, he's indestructible. He's, he's dodgy. Right. It always scares me. So when you say that, I was like... I was actually very afraid. Of the new
0: I hear the right noise in the apartment when I'm going to sleep. And I'm like, well, that's it. Somebody's in here and they'll just kill me when they get up here. So if anything,
1: you're really brave to sit through these movies and be like nothing. But we all know how you get when you get home alone and you're jumping at noises in the night.
0: Well, yeah. Well, and it's like it's wild to me that people now are like, well, I just don't think it's a scary movie. And I'm like, OK, fine. But that's also sort of like walking out of super bad and be like, it's not funny. And it's like, no, it is funny.
1: Yeah, right. It's just maybe not your brand of humor, but you can't deny all of the laughter that you just sat through or like the jumps and scares that you see about people around you. Granted, some people are just into a little bit more. They might play it up a bit, but I mean, you're still having that kind of like just joke, but that's why you're going. And that's why everyone goes, and that's why it makes
0: money. I prefer it. Things like this, Stranger Things, Halloween, Us, to a conjuring, like, it's gonna be jumping, and then we're gonna show you a very gross thing. I'm like, oh well, yeah, it's like, that. that's just being on a roller coaster. If I know the roller coaster, I'm like, here comes the drop. We did it. We dropped. Yeah. And now we're done. But if you can really... Stick me with fucking a bad song. I'll remember your movie forever, whether or not you want me to. Or
1: you shamelessly rip off one of the gross, most gruesome moments from a John Carpenter yeah, movie. Yeah, what like, the it's hell? Your own. I know that you knew, and everyone's like, well, it's an homage to the thing. A head gets cut off and sprouts into a spider, and then Bill Hader literally delivers the next line as follows, you gotta be fucking kidding me, just like in the thing, and then they like have a whole bit where they're trying to kill the head. It was so just like you could have done anything else. I get it, Andy. You love the thing like the fucking rest of us.
0: Another moment though where I'm like, just take it out.
1: Just exactly. Just because there's shit that happens before that moment and then endless amount of, of scares and stuff that happens after it. Just take it out. This is your like now your wet dream fantasy and making a horror film, which again, the highest grossing horror film ever, who's gonna say no to you? And that's the problem.
0: Right. Yeah, I felt like this movie learned a lot of the wrong lessons from the first one. It was like, well, if we crank up the comedy... And we crank up the weird creatures. I just want to see Bill Skarsgård be a great fucking Pennywise. Yes, he is. I want to watch that forever. He is. He's so good at it. Yeah. And I want to watch Bill Hader. I want to watch all of these. You had such good children. And now you have such good adults. I want to see these character moments. Because I feel like even the novel and the miniseries is more... And most of Stephen King's writing are like character-driven things with a horror backdrop. Which is
1: why the endings always work. It's always a twist in the narrative where the father has to kill the son or, you know, they're left with that ultimate decision. And it it doesn't mean shit if you don't do the 100-page journey between the beginning and there.
0: Yeah, and I want to see that more than I want to see the twisted dog and the weird woman. Right, I'll
1: hand it to him. Like, some of the scenes, like, did emphasize their friendship a little bit more, and, and they were those scenes with the kids. But... They were even onto it when Pennywise wasn't trying to scare them at the Chinese restaurant when they are at this haunted hotel. That's another thing I was going to bring up. They're all living in this hotel... But like with no, no one, one else in works it? there, right? I never. The seen whole
0: anything. town feels abandoned in this yeah. movie in a weird way.
1: Well, and just like Jessica Chastain going to visit her own home and then leaving to see it be condemned and locked up, and that was all Pennywise' magic. Is like, well, is that what's going on in this hotel? You'll never get an answer. Is to any now of this. the whole
0: town just
1: a, just a decrepit shell that's being run by this yeah. energy source? But. Then again, like, a lot of these characters are still living there. But, you know, like, I'll say my mom grew up in a small town. I was raised in that town in, like, summers and whatnot, and it was very much like a typical Americana, one main street town. To go back now, a lot of the same people are are still there, but there's no upkeep. A lot of the video stores, half the stores are closed. You know, Amazon's sweeping places like that out. So I get the decrepit deadness of it, but... I don't know, just give me a fucking bell clerk and someone to check them in. Something. (laughs) Just anything to just string this together a little bit better because the transition and the cuts are just the hardest... Thing to keep up
0: with i also don't know that i really buy that they all just found rooms on the same weekend
1: or gave up their lives because they weren't traveling and a half to travel the dairy yeah
0: they weren't traveling together no they all abandoned something they did <laughs> i when james mcavoy was on that movie set and then got the call i was like they're not gonna let him just leave this no, film this set scene for is a due week
1: tomorrow blake but- they're shooting it tomorrow <laughs> it was it's just yeah
0: Weird little things like that, where I was like, well...
1: We're all having fun. You're all having fun on set, right? Even the script coordinator and the editor. Everyone's having a lot of fun.
0: Look, the movie isn't bad. It just You just gotta tighten some of those screws and cut 30 minutes out of it.
1: That's how I feel. Because even then it's like, oh, here comes a new weird metaphysical creature that again. Well I that know was the other nothing. thing.
0: For a monster that can be anything and do anything, we kinda did the same trick a lot.
1: The fortune cookie uh basically were weird. They were a little too out there for me. Like, were the like, CGI
0: was this? bad, but I appreciated them doing something. Something that wasn't just like and it popped up! We order, had the the homeless man popped up, and then the person came out of the lake and popped up, and order, then the old woman became something that popped up. Order, I'm like, okay.
1: Creating Beverly and like scaring Ben. That was great. But if, again, when did that even happen, though? Like,
0: uh, yeah, that, again, after that they, is, they were to like
1: Pennywise, the shit was still going. We
0: on. cut back to him punching Richie, and I was like, well, no, the logical again, that week, the logical week? thing to do to be like well, we weren't together all summer and then just be like, you know, because the summer is three months long. <laughs> yeah. And we could have just maybe like had, a, you all went on vacation and I was alone and then there was that week where Beverly was, al- but no, no, in this time that the first movie made seem like three hours, it was in fact a so long. Yeah. There was time for Richie to go be harassed in an arcade and time for Ben to go to school alone. I don't know. Time for Beverly to move to an entirely new apartment location. Yeah. Out of the bloody sink house.
1: Because it was a house, right? But then they're like, no, 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 it was this apartment. It was yeah. walk up from the side. I'm like, well, because we've never like set up the geological location. Like I never I just got them throwing off their throwing off their bikes into the lawn and walking off screen. It wasn't like I legit thought it was a house too. And then like I guess no, she always lived in an apartment and they just It seemed
0: like it was a different place to me. I I don't know. I
1: I had to actually look that up because I was confused.
0: But it was this. It is the same. I believe so. Yeah. I don't know. Because she
1: hides it in the wall in the socket. Yeah.
0: But I thought they implied that when they were separated that they had moved. Because time is meaningless in dairy, I read, guess. Maybe if
1: you had read the books, I, I I can't answer it.
0: It was yeah, there was a lot of just small things where I was like, this is the These are gotta... all
1: questions we'll get to in it chapter three. What happened in Beverly's move to this new apartment in downtown Derry? Yeah,
0: and then the HBO Max miniseries to fill in all of the gaps.
1: Mike is having to run this whole poultry farm after his grandpa. He's, who's dies. been living in a library for years? I want to leave, but don't have anything. Get in your car and go, Mike. What are you doing? I have to be the one to remember. No, you don't.
0: Well, you could have all just forgot. I think that would have been fine, but the movie still went on to make 91 million.
1: Oh, for it's opening, opening 3 days. It's opening 3 days. I believe that's just domestic figures too. Yeah. It will go on to crush worldwide because there's nothing between now and October that I can like be like, "Oh, The Hustlers is going to be out. Jennifer Lopez yeah, no, is forced to be reckoned with." <laughs>
0: That'll do the damage. <laughs>
1: It, it's gonna sit on the top like it did last time. For and Collect its money for a month. Forever.
0: Yep. It'll sit here forever. And you're right. It is the second. It is the first R-rated horror movie opening, followed by It Chapter Two, The Nun, Halloween 2018, oh, Halloween and then. Us, then The Nun. Oh
1: wow. Us beat it out too. Seventy-one mil. Because The Nun sucked. And right. Us is Us and Halloween were much better films. I would say
0: all of the movies above The Nun are better films. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
1: Yep. But right now it's just Blumhouse and Warner Brothers that's, that can right. pull it off. I'm sure Lionsgate and, and you know, so they are, want to.
0: Are we now at a trend, and I'm asking, I don't actually know. Um, are sequels making less than the original now, or is it still the expectation that your sequel makes more?
1: Well, the trend is Stephen King, which is always good. Right. I'm that's in what I think. I, I know, overall I, I know what you box. mean, and, and this is, I think... Were word of mouth and critics start to impact it because it wasn't all like glowing reviews for It Chapter 1 when it came out. A lot of people were were burned by the marketing and like got left with a kid adventure that was funny and less scary. Right. So when they heard that kind of first word of mouth, I I bet it impacted them like it it impacted me. I wanted to go, but I know a lot of people that are like, I'll just wait. The first one really wasn't for me. And I think you really have to make that amazing movie that not only satisfies the critics and the executives and the mass general audience to, like, do a great sequel. But that's the fatigue now, right? I mean, you're in business in this podcast because of it, and now that's the number one complaint I see. I don't go to the movies because none of this is original. It Chapter 2 is just It again. They saw It. You got a different ending with better adults or older adult actors. Not better necessarily. I mean, that's a a fight worth having. But, you know... That's what it is at the end of the day, and I I just think that the the idea of a sequel cozies up better to an executive than it does a, a regular theater goer.
0: But even for a the book is one thing, we have to separate it. This isn't a traditional sequel. This True. was baked into the premise of the first movie.
1: You know, in that case, you have to do it a little bit closer with with one another, like Infinity War and Endgame. Yeah, you know, like this was like this was this traditional two years, two years, and. They weren't thinking about the sequel before they got into it. I mean, if you wanted to, it could have just been it and it bombed. And, the, and then Warner Brothers was just like, look, we're not going to do any more of this. Right. It was huge. But while it was baked in, and I knew that it was too, they weren't they weren't brash enough to call it It Chapter One.
0: No. They did at the end.
1: They, that's right. They did do it, <laughs> did
0: it at so, the end. Uh, well, they did do it
1: at the end. Well, you know, that's <laughs> true.
0: Yeah, this was from the beginning.
1: Also, when you start just like being like, and there will be more, people are like, to what end? Marvel lost half of their audience midway through, and and regained them through the likes of Taika Waititi and James Gunn and random directors doing crazy. Well,
0: that's things. a much different thing totally. to analyze. Ant Man to Endgame to Thor to this.
1: I think it's like look at the Conjuring universe. Like yes, those are making money, but like to diminishing returns, and and people aren't like going. Like they are with other big franchises that are like... I just kind of look at it from that umbrella of like, well, which one's like like Hobbs and Shaw. I, I can't believe it did as much as and it did. still making money. I still... like I kind of left those movies after Most, if
0: not all of our movies this summer that have crossed a billion are remakes right. and sequels.
1: Right. So I, I don't know. Maybe I'm completely full of shit, but I I see it as a... People get excited for that big opportunity to go see, like, a movie they think is like, whoa, that's the movie.
0: And it To counter that, though, also, almost every original property this summer has not made money.
1: You know, I mean, that's, in itself, is just like, yeah, theater going is, is down. And tickets aren't readily, you know, cheap enough for everyone, unless you can get a right. plan. But then a regular person that goes and sees two movies a year is like, why would I give AMC $25 a month? For me, it's like right. a steal. I go all the time. I get the money's worth. The points, it all adds up. But I, I understand it, and there are just so many options at home now. I like yeah. to be home, too. I'm not going to say, like, oh, the theater. Sometimes I just don't go to the theater, but I go enough to keep the to keep the lights on. I think a lot of other people do because they like that, but...
0: I think it's that smaller marketing push. I think they really just were like, It One came out and did huge. We barely need to do any work. They really only played one trailer, All of that interactive stuff is gone. They closed out the corner of Hollywood and Vine for two months and had a haunted house there for it. There was no Comic-Con presence. There were no red balloons anywhere. We yeah, had, that's like, your
1: biggest thing. You think it's marketing, but then can we say that marketing is just down for all of these smaller films that have come out and and haven't done their own things? Some, some of them. yes, some yeah. No. I mean, I Book think Smart definitely needed it, but where was the right. money going to come from? You right. know, that's. It, and I think you're right because if you want to tie it to something like they didn't do any work at all for Solo. They're like, this trailer is going to come out in yeah. the Super Bowl, and four months later, we're all going to the bank, and it blew up in their faces. That movie didn't deserve to like tank as badly as it did. But even fans were just like. I'm good. You're going to be doing these movies forever. I'm good. Right. And well, and that's I part of it, too, right? Because like, again, you said it was baked in. Where could they possibly go beyond two? But now it's like, oh, prequels.
0: Fuck, well, this and yeah, now
1: then it's like, I'm done. I'm now officially. Done.
0: That's where I, I very much, especially with books, is when they're like, well, we're going to go beyond the book. I'm like, no, you're not. <laughs> I don't need to know where he came from or what he's doing or this. I don't need to see Pennywise in olden times. Because
1: the, because just like the stinger at the end of those movies are just those kids getting to the right age and oh no the next movie's about to happen.
0: Right, because now like that was the first time Pennywise lost. So in theory, anything before this, he just kills them all. Just
1: kills a bunch. Of, well, Ben goes through everything. It's normally like huge incidents, factory fires, massacres, right. disappearances. So that's what those prequels are. And and you just, you just yeah, you ascend into one of those big events. It's like, oh, God, and it's almost Easter. You know what that means. This was the easiest thing for them to come up with as a spinoff because we only fleshed out a bit of it, and then we fan-fictioned the rest of it, and now we have three Hobbit films. Right. That's just what it'll do.
0: that's going to be the problem.
1: I won't be going. This was good no. enough. I think this is a cool experiment into doing this. Like, I, there are other Stephen King movies, uh, or books, rather, that uh, are huge. And I would like to see get this treatment and, like, uh, with a bigger kind of update. I think that would be fun. I mean, I don't really have, like, a big one that I'm like, you need to do this. But, you know.
0: I'm good here. I mean, unless they really want to. But then even in like Stephen King's multiverse, it really is just like, well, the deadlights are here and they're there. And it's not like Pennywise is jumping around to these other places. He's not going to be in the post credit no. scene of Doctor Sleep and walk out of the closet and be like, Hello, Shining! I'm putting together a team.
1: There was that brief moment when, uh, you know, Beverly's back in the stall that she was, like, bullied in as a kid and everyone's kind of putting their face through and the the bully does the, Here's Johnny! I, that,
0: I, I was so irritated. I, that, I, that, I had to ask. Me, I was so irritated. I, I didn't care. I didn't need it. I just was like, All right. So now in this... This is where I just get weird. I'm like, Okay, so now in Derry, Maine...
1: And now well, Stephen the shining, King the shining film had already come out and they would have seen it so the kid would just be imitating
0: and it. And now to be fair, Stephen King is a character in the dark tower books as the yes, writer yes. who has to do all. So, I guess fine.
1: <laughs> Never mind. <laughs> You're your teeth I still like, don't whatever. like it. It's just it could have been at, left in the editing bay.
0: That was a really good sequence. And like, like I'm like, huh, ah, and then we had to throw in a joke. It's like the fucking Guardians 2 bits, where every now and then I'm just like, okay, guys, we've been trying to get Yandu's fin for ten fucking minutes. Right. Eventually, you just gotta get the fin. Are you
1: padding the runtime? <laughs> it it's a, a thumb! Cool idea? Yeah. Where was this thumb? <sighs> Exhausting. That's ultimately how I felt at the end of this movie. But because the ending solidified and closed it up, I was like, well... I'm not totally mad at it, but if you fucking come up with part three and it's prequel sequel mix, I'm just going to be like
0: that. I don't need any more. I don't really think I'll see them it, again. I might I if someone probably puts it some on the second
1: one again from my own home. Yeah. I can pause it and go to the bathroom and not, you know,
0: it's a movie that I really liked, but I'm like, I want to love it. I want to want to go buy like Pennywise Funkos so and be in. So you had to in. pick. Do you
1: pick the chapter one over two? You have to sit through one of them again because I definitely pick two over one just because I like the adults. There's
0: yeah maybe. Just,
1: just uh, literally from their acting alone, even though I just everything I just said on this podcast, I'd, I'd watch the whole movie again on. I think
0: two again.
1: Yeah, I don't need to see. One I game.
0: like that ending so much.
1: Yeah. And it is just them bullying him until he turns into a puddle of goo. But but I dug it. But they crushed that heart. And yeah, Eddie's moment of like, this is a monster killer. And I was like, oh, I love. I'm just, I'm with all I of I like
0: this. the cavern. I like the running around and him getting stuck. And we got to shrink him. And there's other ways to do it. And you didn't tell them the truth, Mike. Yeah, 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 and, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh. Yeah. Yep. It's great. It's a good movie. The movie's good. It just isn't Peppered great. Heaven with bad moments. Movies are, o- it's okay for a movie yeah. to be fine and it's okay to sit down and be like, here, what didn't I work just, in the I movie? I just don't
1: like the annoying bits that are like, you're annoying me now. Don't annoy me. Right. What, what are you gaining from, did you really think this would be a good idea to keep doing this joke? <laughs> to prolong this, this cuphead villain that's just like traipsing around on the scene and half CGI? No, thank you. But a good movie. I mean, like I don't know. I'm I'm just I'm 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 a, I'm a coin flip. Me, it's gonna be one way or the other. It's right. great. and I'll probably forget about it by next year. But I like it better than the miniseries. Well oh, yeah. I think it, at one point I would probably try to just read the whole book. I've got no reason not to. I I yeah. would love Stephen King. So.
0: All right. Well, that's our show, guys. Leave us a review on iTunes. Find us on Facebook and Twitter, and we'll see you guys next week.